Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Macro Channel, the Managed Care Resource Alliance Channel. With me, your host, Hurricane Age, for a new show, uh, a new company, a member company of Macra. And today we are highlighting them. And it is an opportunity for you, executives and uh, decision makers at health plans or managed care organizations, to really uh, interact and at least watch and see what the value here and the solutions that they have to offer. And this particular company has multiple solutions. They've been in existence for uh, quite a while. They know this business inside out, and they really provide a unique perspective uh, that can help help plans be better and do better in a lot of areas. So I'm being suspenseful, but we will get to know more about the company and the services and the solutions that they have. Prior to that, before I get started, I just want to give a brief bio about my two guests that I'll have with me today and before I bring him to the set. So stay tuned and uh, we'll be back shortly. Our first guest today is Danielle Chanel, and she has been providing consultative expertise for over 25 years in the area of business process management. Over the last two decades, she's led numerous successful process automation and improvement projects for both payer and provider organizations, including transformations of call center operations, eligibility enrollment, UM and complaints, appeals and grievances. She held the role of CIO for Home Health Agency and MLTC Health Plan for several years. And just prior to joining with Inspire Innovations, she managed her own software and consulting company. Our second guest, Tyson Slater. He is the managing partner at Inspire Innovations. Tyson Slater has over 15 years of managerial, technical, and consulting experience in insurance and healthcare domains, specializing in the strategic planning, successful leadership, and management of Inspire Innovations. He oversees the implementation and evaluation of programs and services and is an InsureTech startup founder and visionary. Let's welcome our guests. All right, all right, welcome back to the Macra channel with your host, Hurricane Age. As you can see, we have two great guests with us with a, a very, very innovative space and an and, and opportunity uh, that I'd like to bring, you know, to the, the, the audiences, uh, you know, of the channel here. And uh, as you've heard, you know, we've introduced Danielle and we've introduced Tyson. And, uh, you know, uh, they are part of a, a very, very serious you know, opportunity and solution for a lot of industries, but most definitely more tight, you know, in the space of my world, which is the health plans and the managed care industry and things like that. And, and one of the reasons we want to talk today specifically, and one of the purposes of today's show is really to highlight grievance and appeals. And obviously you're watching this, you are in, in the world of managed care and health plans, and you understand these terms, but, but in general, I can relate to these, um, as, as a very, very key elements in our business. Now, when I say our business today, I am the host of the show, but also, as you might know, I have my other hat in the health plans industry and the managed care world. And basically I, I do work you know, on, on a regular basis in this particular uh, space. And one of the things that we experience a lot of is um, grievances, appeals. And, and there is, and I'm not going to define those. I'm going to allow our you know, guests to, to talk about that in, in, in detail, but really, you know, it is important and it's something that every health plan will experience. Doesn't matter who, doesn't matter where, doesn't matter when it's going to happen and it's going to happen frequently. And it's part of the business that we're in, in the managed care space. Today, we're in the macro channel, obviously, 
that is a resource for health plans. And so with us, as I had introduced earlier, Danielle and Tyson. So first things first, folks, welcome to the show. How are you? Good. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Hurricane. <laughs> My pleasure. And, you know, I'm sure we're going to have some fun today. And, and I know the grievance and appeals topic is a huge, but before we get into it, just, just for our audiences, if you don't mind, um, either one of you, let's get started with a little bit of just introduction of Inspire Innovations, the company. By the way, I love the name. Uh, and, and also our mission here at the studio is ha has a component which is Inspire. So, so we relate, I relate well enough to you guys when it comes to that. And innovation is great because we live in a, in a world that innovation is important and we need solutions. And you are here today to present your value. So, so let's talk about Inspire Innovations first, and then we'll talk about the concept of you know, appeals and, and grievances. Sure. So, so again, thanks, Hurricane, for having us on. I appreciate you being on the show. As, as you mentioned, you know, we're part of the Managed Care Resource Alliance. I do want to touch on that. Like you said, it's an awesome organization. So it's, it's a one-stop shop for those managed care plans to go for services, solutions, and expertise. That's really kind of how we're positioning ourselves. So then I've got to go out in the market and find different players. They come to one place and they can get end-to-end services and solutions. So, so I just want to plug Micra there. Um, a little bit about Inspire Innovation. So we've been around a long time. We were founded in 1990. We have offices in 12 different countries. And we were originally founded more as a consultancy and systems integrator. That was a, that's our roots. And so we would work with a lot of big insurance companies and health plans around the world, really on their digital transformation strategy, and then help them pick the actual technological tools and help them implement, again, more as executors, consultants, systems integrators, but the technology wasn't really ours. Then over the past decade or so, as FinTech started to come onto the scene, you started to see more and more disruptive technologies. Then it kind of branched into an insure tech. So we started to play in that insure tech space a little bit. We started doing series of joint ventures. We started doing some IP acquisitions and some partnerships and really morphing into more of a, a software hub. So now we still have the expertise to consult and advise these health plans, the ability to execute, but now we have our own software solutions. And as you mentioned, one of the key solutions we wanna talk about today is compliant appeals and grievances. Um, so that solution, we'll call it CAG for short, rather than saying that full name out every, every time we say it, so CAG. But CAG is a workflow-driven case management platform that really looks to transform appeals and grievances into more of a strategic asset within these plans rather than a cost center, which is how a lot of people view it. Um, Danielle, I'll let you talk a little bit about the opportunity these health plans have and tell us a bit more about CAG. Yeah, all right, great. Um, so I think as Tyson said, you know, one of the things that um, a lot of the listeners may be thinking is, oh, you know, we already address appeals and grievances. We have a system for that. Um, or, you know, that's just not an area maybe we're investing in. And we kind of want, you know, people to reevaluate that for two reasons. One, um, you know, whenever you're going to automate a process and, and we automate the appeals and grievance process from the time a plan takes in a complaint or an appeal for a service or an authorization through the whole process of investigating that complaint or appeal and the resolution and all of the collaboration that happens around that. And when you automate processes like that, you expect better, faster, cheaper, right? And so, and we do that significantly. 
So one of the things Tyson's going to talk a little bit about is one of our clients, and we want to talk about the quantitative benefits that they're getting from a system like ours. So that's one key important factor in what we can help plans do. But I think one of the points Tyson made was, you know, we view it as how can you turn the cost center of appeals and grievances into a strategic tool? And the way that we're helping our plans do that is by leveraging the data that we capture from this system, right? So we, when we gather information about complaints, about appeals for service or claims, we can use that data to do root cause analysis on the operations. And it's through that root cause analysis that we can improve the operations, thereby lowering the complaints and improving member and provider experience um, to help impact revenue directly and growth directly. So that's kind of how we see that, that transformation from you know, cost center to a strategic asset. So I think Tyson, you you wanted to maybe touch upon uh, a little bit of the uh, the one client we we wanted to kind of showcase as a case study. Sure, sure, I can. Um, and you know, as as you said, better, faster, cheaper is expected, right? So I, I don't want everybody to kind of hang up right now and say, oh, you know, another solution is going to save me money because of course they all should, right? So you know, our solution is going to make you better, faster, cheaper. But you know, let's talk about. Let's keep in keep in mind the big strategic things we'll talk about in a moment. But one of our recent clients, they're a health plan out of New York, uh, one of the largest nonprofit health plans in the country, and they implemented our CAG solution. And it was during a dramatic transformation in their organization. They were implementing a new customer service system, a new UM system, a new claim system. They were boiling the ocean. There was a lot going on. They were doing a big transformation. And the CAG solution was able to roll out first. We were, you know, we have a prescriptive approach to the software as a service. So we're able to roll out much faster than some of these other big platforms. So our system went live in a very turbulent, crazy time. So there was a lot of provider complaints. There was a lot of grievances. There was a lot of appeals to claims going on. There was a dramatic increase in volume to this ANG organization while our platform was in place. And at the end of that year, they realized we didn't hire anybody. So they went back and ran the numbers and they were able to report that they were able to avoid the cost of 15 FTE. It's a lot of people. So that, that, that same staff was now processing 40% more work. That's quite a big, better, faster, cheaper story right there. And so great cost avoidance. But then the nice thing, right? So this more strategic thing is that not only were those same workers processing more work while they were doing it, they were improving experiences. Also at the end of that year, they reached out to members and providers as part of their end of year you know, surveys. And they found that there was a 25% increase to NPS and CSAT scores. Now that stands for net promoter scores and customer satisfaction surveys. So, but it increased 25%. And they attributed that to like the 75% improvement in timeliness. So, you know, who, who would think, right? Like members and providers are happy with faster service. And, um, but there was a dramatic improvement there. Um, and, you know, improvement to responsiveness, to outreach, to investigation, effectuation, tasking, a lot of key other KPIs was really improving experiences there. Um, and another quantifiable benefit that's strategic, again, that's something important that we want to get, start getting into now is certain, certain benefits that may help top line growth. And in this particular client, they actually have some stories around increase in ratings. 
And, and Danielle, I, you, you can probably speak better to that than I can if you could jump on that one. Yeah, um, sure. So yeah, one of the things that I was looking at in this particular client is, um, so with Medicare STARS, and I'll, I'll swing back and talk a little bit more about that, but there are complaints per thousand members. So that's one of the things that a plan gets measured on. Mm -hmm. And so with Medicare stars, if you're, if you're a you know, Medicare Advantage plan, um, you're probably looking at maybe 40 or 50 different criteria that you get measured on and, and CTMs per thousand uh, members is one. And in this case, uh, when, I, when I was analyzing their projected uh, stars, right? So we look forward based mm -hmm. on the current uh, per thousand rate and three of their contracts, they'll increase their star ratings by one full star, which is really significant, right? Um, so yeah, so that's, you know, one of the other major benefits, right, in really uh, uh, improving in this process area is directly correlates to stars. So, so if I may, yeah, <laughs> that, that's, that, that's, quite, that's quite a lot. So, so I want to just at least uh, highlight some of the key elements that you've mentioned, both of you. Uh, one element is your, your company as a whole and the existence and the longevity, how long that, you know, they've been in existence and, and the services and the scope and how you went from consulting to, to innovating and, and, and platform solutions that are more like tech, you know, and I think that's a very important piece of, of, you know, I guess, innovation in the space of health plans. I, I come from health plans and over the years I've seen them transform some faster than others. Some are actually adapting, you know, technology, you know, sooner than the others. But today, what we're doing on this show is we want to make sure that people from the health plans, executive, you know, team and, and, and decision makers to really take a look and see, like, what am I doing or what is our plan doing or not doing that we need to be able to improve on? Now, you are targeting two areas that are almost, you know, the key areas for me. I mean, being in the sales and, and the growth and the membership and business development of the health plans, I, I appreciate two, two elements, which is the key to any health plan. One is the members, <laughs> two is the providers. You know, you're in it to grow members and you can't do it without the providers. And so if those two people, two entities are not happy and there is a challenge in their pay or their service, it's a problem. So for a plan to succeed, those two areas have to be like impeccable. And you just talked about the concept of stars. Now, I love stars, <laughs> you know, as, as it's funny as it sounds, but you know, for us, it's important because it's not only a selling point, in the health plans industry, but also it is, it shows a higher satisfaction from all your, you know, I guess, participants that could be members or providers in this case. And also it means a good revenue to the health plan. <laughs> so yeah. revenue means more dollars, more dollars mean more benefits, more benefits, more members, better growth. So I'm talking salesy right now, <laughs> yeah, but, but, so, but I, I get it. And then the other thing is member satisfaction is an important and, and people sometimes think satisfaction is only members, but the doctors are important. And one of the things I've experienced, we constantly struggle in the industry with, is obviously, you know, authorizations and people are not getting, you know, and then the appeals and the doctors are not happy, whatever the case may be. And if they're not happy, they drop from the plan. If they're not happy, they don't recommend the plan. It causes a whole disruptive, you know, piece to your growth. So as a health plan, it is important to really focus on the concept of these two elements that we're discussing today, because without that, you know, we lose 
you know, our uh, reputation as helplines in general. So yeah. for the executive folks and, and the, 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 the decision makers at the helpline level, this is a solution that can change that. Now, I wanted to just also highlight something else you mentioned, uh, and that was the speed of implementation. <laughs> so, so for me, when I look at a platform or, or software or any implementation at the helpline, you know, whether it's sales or any operation, you know, piece, you know, that's important, how fast and how accurate and the result and also the, the data, you know, collection of that. That's important because we want to know that to have metrics to to report on so we can see the value of what we are investing in, right? The ROI. And so that's important. And and you just the example you gave, and I think I, I know who you're referring to, but I'm not I'm gonna mention <laughs> what it is. But the fact of the matter is the innovation here, you know, in in a, in a time where you implement multiple platforms, you were able to really do it yeah. accurately, timely. And, and efficiently, and and really, not only that, be able to to show results, and 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 the, and really quantify it in real revenue by by adding star measures and star you know ratings. So that is for me, that is a success. And you know, I, I'm not endorsing this show. I actually I am saying it from from a helplines person, but also from a, a per, person that that is a consumer. I love to actually see that the plans are getting to that point, which means the quality of care, you know, the quality of services that we can give to those, you know, members and also the providers are, is excellent. So, so I wanted just to highlight those items for our viewers, because uh, because our viewers could be beyond just the executives or the help plans, and yeah. we want them to see that and understand that. Yeah, and you made some couple key points there that I'll that I'll grab too, and I'll kind of run with. And so this is something that a lot of executives should be paying attention to, but they're not. It's a stone that they're not overturning, right? And I think in a lot of their minds, when it comes to transformation and improvement, it really centers around growth, right? It's growth, growth, growth at the end of the day. It's whether it's your board or your shareholders, whatever it may be, they're trying to grow, right? That's that's the name of the game. And they don't really see A&G as an answer to growth. And I think that's a key thing you want people to take away here. This is a, a, a stone that you're ignoring and not overturning. That's kind of like low hanging fruit. You flip this stone over, you might get a little bit of a star rating increase, which could be a big deal, right? So that's that's something that, that's huge and worth, worth mentioning. And I'll also kind of go into, you know, we'll talk a little bit later about our approach. We can, we can go into that and why we can implement so fast. But I, just to kind of mention why these health plans are, are missing the opportunity, right? So they're, again, they're not really investing there. And what ends up happening is A&G departments, and we've, we've been through a lot of them, I would say eight out of 10 nationally, they either have a homegrown system or some hand-me-down. So whatever great system planes got, there may be some nice little add-on for AMG. Too limited to really meet their needs, but it ticks the box. And so now that's what the ANG is stuck working with. And that creates two key problems. So, so you're, these executives who are listening, you probably have two big problems here. One, you have junk data for sure. And that's one thing Danielle mentioned. And two, you're not being able to take the kind of a recurring theme here. You're not able to improve experiences for this critical customer touch point. Same thing with provider touch point. So to dive into those just a little bit more, you know, it's that old principle, junk in, junk out. These executives and these health plans really need a system that facilitates upstream data entry. You know, it starts upstream. So you need a platform that can reach upstream and facilitate that data entry. Uh, a platform that during the process is cleansing the data, doing data validation, running business logic, compliance logic, all these things throughout the life cycle of the data to make sure at the end, 
you've got actionable insights, you've got trending, you've got key KPIs on how you're doing for stars and many other things. So, you know, obviously junk in, junk out. So, you know, a lot of health plans stuck with junk data until they do something about it. And then two, you know, member provider experiences are shifting, they're changing, right? They have more demands these days. A lot, a lot of people have demands around self-servicing and you're missing a key opportunity there. Um, so pl our platform provides self-servicing, it provides automated and responsive you know, um, communication, provides guidance and support throughout the, the process, which is something pretty cool. Um, we, we all wanna see healthcare move to being more of a service. Um, part of that is facilitating the member through these tough things, right? Wouldn't it be nice if there was somehow a system would facilitate the process for a provider to appeal a claim? or you know, facilitate an elderly woman in Medicare Advantage to, to, to file their appeal, see it through end to end. So these are some key touch points where you can really, again, it's low hanging fruit where you can improve their performance or improve their experience, sorry. Um, and, and, and why does that matter? Why does experience matter? Let's just keep pounding that point home. Um, ratings, and, and one example is Medicare Advantage ratings. And Danielle, you're, you're really our expert in Medicare Advantage, so I'll kind of turn this over to you. But, and you've mentioned it before, if they are able to make something as small as a one-star improvement, the enrollment could be dramatic. And there's a lot more benefits. And I'll let you speak to them. You speak to them better than I do. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so I think, and, and, and I'm sure, Hurricane, you know this, right? With Medicare Advantage, there's a lot of growth going on. Um, and you said it too, right? Uh, obviously, the better your stars, right? So it's one to five rating. I think you know anybody in, in the in the healthcare space knows that. Um, but if you have a five star rating, you're going to do better on capitation payments, better on bonus payments. Um, you can enroll all year long, right? Mm -hmm. If you have five stars. So those are kind of some of the factors that are that are driving plans to want to achieve that kind of rating. And I think that this again is where kind of maybe the missed opportunity is. So for Medicare Advantage stars, there's maybe around 40 to 50 measurements or criteria that a plan gets measured on, three of which are very specific to appeals and grievances, right? So in appeals and grievances, the department itself is measured on their timeliness. They're measured on the, um, you know, their decision-making, the accuracy of that decision-making, and they're measured on complaints per thousand members. So when we improve the ANG function, those rated areas improve as well. But that's only one piece of it, right? Mm -hmm. So right now, Tyson, you mentioned too, there's a big shift, right? So the 2023 ratings um, where you're collecting data now, the 2023 ratings are gonna be based heavily on member experience. Mm -hmm. So the STARS ratings are shifting from what were more outcome focused to being more member experience focused. And how are we gonna improve the member experience, right? And that goes back to, well, we need to try to analyze and leverage the data that we're getting from the complaints, appeals and grievances to figure out where we can operationally improve, right? Is it within the call center? Is it provider coding um, that needs to be better? Or we need to educate providers more. Um, is it in improving access to care? And what kind of access to care? Is it transportation related? Is it referral related, right? So I could kind of ramble on, but it all kind of relies in that data, right? And the more that we can validate and capture accurate, good data, the better we can do root cause analysis. 
So that's the bigger opportunity, right? We want to improve appeals and grievances and the, the few measures that are there, but we want to improve the broader operations. And, I, and I'll make just one more point, not just for Medicare Advantage plans, right? Whether you're Medicaid, you're commercial, you know, all of the various types of plans will benefit from operational improvement and member experience, you know, irrespective of STARS. So- oh. Health plans cannot exist without members, right? <laughs> it's all about the members, and 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 you're right. I, I can t I can say this, you know, loud and clear. And I've in my 27 years experience in health plans, uh, one of the the more difficult challenges that I've always experienced is data and reporting. You bet. And and and, and it's been it's it's still a challenge for the most part, and it's finding the right platforms that can give you. You know, it's one thing to to capture the data. That's 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 a, in itself a, a challenge. Mm -hmm. But then be able to take that information and and translate it into some real results that you can quantify and make decisions based on. And I think that's still a challenge in 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 the industry. And you know, and we're not talking just in New York market. I think maybe New York is is up there. You know, because there's there's more plans and there's more activity. But and and some other parts of the the, the nation. But there are states that have, like I've also done some consulting in different states, which, you know, will have lesser, you know, uh, exposure to some of these platforms and these services and things like that. And you'd be surprised that, it, you know, they need help. <laughs> and, 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 and really, it's, it's to their benefit. You talked about stars. Uh, five stars is like the ultimate target for every plan. And you're right. I mean, for sales, that's like beauty because you can enroll all year long. Uh, from financially, people don't maybe in the industry, they understand this. I mean, a star can be millions, not, you know, a few thousand dollars. These are millions of dollars that are added to your yeah. revenue annually. And I think that's big to highlight. It's worth the investment. You know, you don't spend millions to invest in the platform, but you will make millions if you have the right data and, and the outcome, right? So, yeah, so, yeah, so, Tyson so, and I were laughing earlier too. We were saying that, you know, no one goes to Yelp and looks for a two-star restaurant, right? I mean, and so no one's going to be looking for a two-star health plan, <laughs> right? We're, and I think it's like 70-something percent is is 4% or higher. I mean, four stars or higher, right? So it is so essential to Medicare Advantage plans. Well, more advantages. I mean, now, like, for example, for this is the annual election period right now. We're talking in AEP. Yeah. And uh, and you know seniors go to to the the, the Medicare sites and the plan Medicare the the plan finder you know which is the and resource that CMS has for people to enroll you know really qualifies you know help plan by their star ratings you know as a key so if you're not in that page one or two you know members or prospect may not even you know in, be interested in you as a plan so it is really important and and again satisfaction you said it cms is looking at that member experience is going to be the core of everything going forward and again you highlight a big piece of that and by the way even when you talk appeals and providers it is both the members and, and doctors are involved in that process and yeah, you know yeah. people are pissed off and they don't want <laughs> they're not happy at the plan the doctors are not happy because they submit an authorization it's not going through this that the other and it becomes a problem I experience this on a regular basis. And, and again, we always try to mitigate it and, and find the solutions and work with it. But yes, if there is a solution that can make you know, a difference, people need to hear about it. And we are doing that today. But I wanted before I, I get Tyson, I know Tyson wants to say something, but I wanted to, just to add one thing. Uh, you know, I love the concept when you mentioned the example of quick implementation, but you also really highlighted the concept of it was efficient. It was the real thing. So, because because yeah. you can, I've seen acquisitions of different softwares, but they don't really. It takes forever when it starts. 
you're still not sure about it when you implement it. It's not given the result except a ramp up time. And you're and maybe reporting is not really as robust and therefore you can have the data, but you don't have enough reporting capabilities. So yeah. I think those are all elements that we need to highlight today. So any executives out there making decision and Tyson, you mentioned something about ah, grievance and appeals, you know, that's not a big, you know, piece. But today, if you listen to the show, you will know that it is, it is right. customer experience. Yeah. <laughs> you it's know? a stone you should overturn. That's what I keep saying to people. It's a stone that's unturned that you really need. It's an opportunity that you're missing out on totally. Um, so, so, so go ahead. I know you wanted to say something else. <laughs> no, no, I, I was just, you know, just kind of chiming in. But, but on, the, on the approach, right, our ability to execute quickly, it really is, it, it's, it's a prescriptive approach. And it's the benefit of our roots. It's the fact that we understand the business inside and out. We're not just techies. And we've all been in the industry a long time to know techies get in trouble. They get in a lot of trouble. They go in and they ask the business what they want, whatever the heck they want, and they try to build something custom for them without truly understanding the business and how it should be run. And so that's our differentiating factor. We come in with the people process and technology aspect. We come in and say, here's the technology that should you, you should use. Here's the roles you need to fill. And here's the process you need to implement. Everything. This is not a, we come in and how do you want to build things? No, it's very niche. We've done it across many plans and we know it better than anybody. Here's how you should do it. And then it's just a small gap analysis because obviously there's uniqueness to plans and there's maybe different integrations between plans, but that's the only gap. So we come in with all of that as a, as a nice little package we unwrap and say, here, this is what you're getting. Here's the two things you may want different. Fine. We can, we can customize that for you and then we go live. So we can do that very rapidly. So I was going to ask, you know, what, what is the time frame to, to, from, from that standpoint, you know, from discussion to implementation. So what would that be if, you know, I mean, obviously it varies from experience to the other, but it, since yeah. you have a couple tweaks that you make, that's a big deal when you're really, you know, it's like uh, pre-cooked ready. <laughs> just, yeah. uh, just do it. <laughs> we got a pretty robust API gateway, you know, which integrates with a lot of claim systems, UM systems, auth systems. And if it's part of that API gateway, we can implement as little as two months. If it's some sort of net integration, net new integration week, it's larger than that, right? So there's a variable there, but really we can do it within two months. It can be very rapid. Yeah, and the technology side, I mean, I guess part of it though, just to, to clarify that, right? The technology piece is one piece, but then of course there's adoption, rollout training, right? So that could take some time, depending upon how big the organization is, right? So I think that's the other major factor is just how big is the organization that you're dealing with and, and how fast can they move, right? Tyson, I mean, I think that we've found that sometimes we can move a lot faster than the client can. <laughs> that's more often than not, that, that's true. Yeah. I would agree. And, and yeah. you know, and by the way, that that's that depends because every department has a different speed, <laughs> you know, and, and, and sometimes it all depends on, on the, the priority of the project and, yeah. and, and the directives that's coming from the top. Right. If, if it is, this is a, a number one priority, you know, it takes precedence that becomes it. And sometimes it takes secondary and then it's not as taken, you know, to that that same speed. Right. But yeah. I've seen this. And by the way, two months, six months, it's still a very quick, you know, implementation because I've seen projects that take years, you know, uh, before you even get to UAT testing and some of that other stuff and before you get to prod and, and it takes forever and then you have training and, you know, uh, people don't get catch up to it yet and then we have to test it out. So it, it, it is just to hear this. I'm happy just hearing it. I mean, from a help plan site, I mean, I love this and I know people can get enthusiastic about like, 
wow, we can get something ready in a, that short time frame. Yeah. And also, you mentioned something, Tyson, which is about you know the the integration part. <laughs> a lot of lot of you know, there's there's cybersecurity, there's these things, and 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 IS usually is a compliance is always very leery about those things. And if you have the platform that does it, that knows how to do it, you already know the expertise, you know, you have the expertise for it, you've tested it out and you know what it takes to make it happen correctly. A lot of plans will be open to that. Oh my God, you can do this and you can do it efficiently and, and the security is there and everything is there. That's really like every, every, every help plan's dream. <laughs> and by yeah. the way, I'm sure, I'm sure besides this solution, other solutions can be just as, as, as important and, that's what everybody wants. If I was right now, if I were actually uh, the client and, you know, I am vetting you guys out, that's what I'll be asking for. Like, what is your speed? How's your integration? Do you understand, you know, the, the, the concept? Because that's the other thing. You're right. There are tech companies that want to get into a space. They don't know the industry, but they have technology that may, you know, appeal to it. But if you haven't worked it, if you haven't done the consultant, if you don't understand the actual intricate, you know, pieces of a company or an industry, you're going to have issues. It's not going to be simple. It's very difficult to explain to someone the process if you don't need, you know, it takes years to understand yeah. it. <laughs> and it changes and it changes all the time. Like I, again, I can relate to this from a consultant perspective because I've done that. And, and you, it's one thing you tell people what to do, but when, when you start showing them how it's done, oh my God, this is not easy. Yeah. It's one thing. It's like theory and practice, right? We can talk about how we can dissect something, but doing it is a whole different story. Right? Yeah. Same thing here. So, so I, I think that was, that was a, a very, very important piece to highlight right now because from anyone watching, any healthcare executives, uh, you know, CEOs, COOs, uh, this is key. And, and in, it, this is the, the front line. If you can save these things and you can add a better care management system and, and you process your claims, everything else is going to be peachy. So this is like, you know, the biggest, you know, part of, of what we need. And because it hasn't been, you know, I guess, focused on as much, that's been a challenge. So um, now let's talk about um, the, the potential, the cost. I mean, people are always concerned about cost. <laughs> mm -hmm. so, so what, I mean, obviously there's cost, you know, that, that's it. So, so comparably in, in, the, in the competitive world, how is that? Yeah, so, so basically the way that we price the application, and it's going to vary as you know, right? So mm -hmm. based on the size of the plan and how many members they have, we price it on a PMPM PM basis. So per member, Mm -hmm. per month. So it's a subscription, right? And it's a full outsource service. So we, it's high trust certified, you know, software as a service. So that fee covers everything, right? We manage the entire application. Um, and then there's the implementation costs. And sometimes a client wants to separate those, or we can take that implementation cost and put it into that subscription to pull it out, right? So that you could pay for that implementation over three years or a five-year period, depending upon the way you, you, you know, write a contract. Um, and it can honestly be pennies to a dollar PM, PM, like, you know, that kind of a range. It really depends completely on the size of the plan and, and other factors, but. But that's still, you know, in, in the yeah. realm of stars, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's, a, it's, it's really a drop. To yeah. drop, you know, so it's not going to be a, a big, you know, the ROI will speak for itself, right? Exactly. And, and that's and key. I think, and, they, and then, uh, you know, we're incented, I think, you know, our pricing model, and, and I think per member per month, you know, everybody's used to that in the industry. Mm -hmm. And 
because our goal is to help lower the complaint rates, right? And improve member experience and improve enrollment. So the more the plan enrolls, the better off we do, right? And that's the name of the game. It's it's value-based in a way, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you bring the value, you earn. You earn that's your, your, right. your income. And we do earn it. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Tyson, you want to say something? No, it, it was just, it's something that was said that I don't think has been elaborated on, but it is a software as a service. So it's in the cloud. And that's that's one of the things that allows us to implement rapidly. It's not an on-premise install. You're not dealing with any of that. It's in the cloud, it's active. Um, so we just got to integrate it into your environment. And let's just reiterate what you said, Danielle, it's high trust certified. That's a big deal, right? So, you know, so you're moving to the cloud and I think Hurricane, you mentioned there's risk with that, right? There's risk with any external systems sharing information with the cloud, but we're high trust certified. And I can almost assure you as well, your, your current platforms, if it's a homegrown system or so, some core add-on, you're at much higher risk of, of data risk or data leaking, HIPAA, PII, you know, messing up compliance than you are on our system. So, you know, it's a software as a service and your risk really is dramatically decreased. Yeah. I, I love the emphasis on that because... From anybody, you know, the first concern as a help plan, you know, usually is also the compliance and the security, the PHI, HIPAA is key. Uh, and again, so data, you know, integrity is important and, you know, what, what data goes in and out, things like that, how it's protected. I think that's a, that's a valid point. And I, I think you just covered it nicely there. So it's, you know, thank you for that. But I, I wanted to, to just ask another question. I mean, which is a key question when you want to acquire a product, right? And that is, yeah, I mean, it's great. Now, what is the after implementation service like? Because I think a lot of people would want to have the ability to, to trust the company that's going to be supporting their, their brand and their, their platform. Uh, sometimes you have limited, you know, we, we give you the platform and sayonara, bye-bye. <laughs> or like it will be limited access. And I've seen that happen where it's like you, now you wind up trying to get into like your IT working it and trying to figure out the things. Or maybe you have this, you have to always get overcharged for things. So... I think it's important. It's at least, at least for me, as if I was, you know, if I were the one, you know, doing this interview for real for, for the job, you know, I would ask for that. Like, what, what is your service, <laughs> you know, look like? Do you want to tackle that one? I get... I'll so, let you tackle it, Tyson. <laughs> all right, sure. So, I mean, it's, it's an end-to-end -end service and we love saying that it's, it's a service we provide. So we all know the benefits or a lot of us know the benefits of software as a service, right? From a technology standpoint. IT savings and things of that nature. But one thing that isn't mentioned a lot is that with a software as a service, you get access to specialized resources. So as part of our service, you're getting our technology solution, but you're also getting compliance automation. We have a team that's monitoring compliance memos, regulatory memos, following up with all the conferences, and they're implementing those rules in the platform as they come up, but then also coaching the business. So now in the business, you no longer need to have those resources keeping track of AMG compliance. You have a service provider that's providing that service for you. In addition, you have questions about technology, tech questions about integration. You know, we're providing all of that as a service. Yeah, so I, would also say, I would also add Tyson too, you know, we've had clients that go through CMS audits, right? Oh, and, yeah, totally. and recently, you know, um, we, we got great marks from our clients is what I'll say, is that when they have to go through that process, um, we're there, we're there to help them with anything that they need. Um, so yeah, so we provide more than just 
you know, technology maintenance and administration, but as Tyson said, it's really compliance as a service. So we're bundling that all into that price. That's music to anyone listening to this show on the executive <laughs> team. <laughs> when you hear compliance and audits and, and you, you CMS, everything, everybody gets goosebumps. <laughs> and knowing that you are there every step of the way, that's actually a reassurance. So thank you for clarifying that. That's an important another piece that we added. And one more you mentioned earlier is about, you know, training. Uh, you know, so there is initial training and you launch stuff, you know, what are your capabilities in terms of ongoing training and access to trainers? Because I think that's that's something I've experienced where sometimes you have a software, whatever, but then later on when you need additional, oh, that wasn't part of the deal. There, there wasn't here. It's not available. We got to do a different contract, another amendment. So for, for me, just the concept, you know, the more, you know, we're allowing people to understand that this is going to be to your point and, you know, from like A to Z, it's, it's all covered, right? So, so let's just, you know, clarify that for our audiences here. Yeah, so I think same there, right? So a part of what we include in that service is one, as new regulatory changes are made, right? We have to update the soft software. And you don't want to just put new updates in a piece of software without training people on what those updates are, right? So typically, we provide some additional training when we release those new uh, regulatory changes, right? And a lot of times, we do also train the trainer, right? So we help the people in the organization help themselves. Because you're always going to have kind of new people coming on in different stages at different times. Um, so, you know, you have a test platform that they can use as a training vehicle. Um, and we'll help provide some train the trainer type of thing. If we had to do a whole new classroom with all new people, you know, that may be something that we would consider charging a client to do, but typically that's not necessary, right? So usually we're doing that add-on training and we're training the trainers and, and helping them as they continue to go. Yeah, and only since we went down this path, a soft benefit that we haven't talked about is how quickly users can become proficient on our platform. I briefly mentioned before that we augment the process. And so we call it operational guidance. And so at every step in our platform, there's it's guiding the user almost like a wizard. It's saying, this is a brand new case, or here's the type of case. It's expedited, make sure and look here, make sure and do that. So you're finding, and we've spoken with some health plans and they report that you know typically to make one of their users proficient, at all the different, you know, all the different nuances of the different plans and provider SLAs, it's two years, which was shocking to me when I first found that out. I thought, no way. But sure as can be, users in this space to truly be proficient across the board is two years. And now they're reporting dramatic increases in that just from the platform alone. So it's not necessarily training, but I didn't want to mention that, you know, having a new platform that augments the process is kind of a game changer in itself. You may not need that training or less. True. Well, well, that's that's important. And, uh, you know, but again, for assurances for the company, sometimes they want to know that there is there is going to be some level of, of attendance and, and somebody is going to give attention as needed when needed. Yeah. Uh, and, and that that leads me to another piece of the question is uh, so. So we have the training piece. We have all the service stuff. But in terms of the. Um, I lost track of that one. <laughs> so I completely lost that one. So we'll get back to it. But, 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 but so what I wanted to say, I mean, the, this is, this is an easy, you know, implementation. It is a, uh, an integrated, you know, concept. It does give solutions. So for our executives, for the people that are listening right now, you know, you want at least, you know, in, in, 
investigate it, look at it, you know, have a discussion. How do we get you to, I mean, well, first of all, we are in the, in the Alliance. So people hopefully that are looking at the Alliance, they'll see the resource. But certainly if they wanted to reach out directly to you, is there a way to do that? And what's the easiest way? Sure. If you want to find out more information about the product, you can simply go to www.complientag.com. It's a great little site set up just for the product. So you want, you want to see, a, you know, an, you want to read an infographic, you want to read the data sheet, you want to see um, an explainer video, plug in there and find that a little bit more. Um, you want to talk to us and get us, a, you know, go to www.inspireinnovations.com or look us up on LinkedIn. You know, we're always talking on LinkedIn. I'm Tyson Slater and, and Danielle Chanel. Perfect. Well, actually, I, that, that now I don't remember what it was. <laughs> so it was about the, the, the concept of having someone that's an account executive that is assigned or a couple of people are assigned to the actual, you know, help plan. So therefore, they know that they have this person as a resource and they go to. So ultimately, I don't know if that's the same person that they would reach out initially, but certainly once you implement it, or at least you're phasing it out, and then now it's ready to roll out, you're going to have someone that is there, you know, the key person. Of course, of course. So managing a relationship, it's a service we provide. And, and, and you were kind of leading into something too that made me want, want to say, I mean, we, we thrive on long-term relationships. We're very proud of our customers, very proud. And so that's one thing I, I encourage anybody to work with us to look at our references. So, you know, our, our, our clients are MetLife, AIG, Citibank, Prudential. We, we've been working with some of them for over 10 years. So that's our bread and butter. You know, we get in and provide so much value. We don't go anywhere. And I, and I think we talked to this at the start of the show is that we're not, we're more than CAG. Now we're just talking about CAG and I wanna keep the focus there, but we provide, our goal is, is to provide so much value, they look to other areas to incorporate us. And that's really what happens in almost all our accounts. We don't go anywhere ever. <laughs> they trust us, they rely on us and they keep using us. And so that's that's the name of the game. You know, you, you turn on this service, we're not going anywhere only because we're gonna provide you so much value you can't get rid of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's also you are always upgrading and updating your yeah. systems, which means you're always going to be ahead of the curve. And therefore, as things turn, you're already ahead of that. And you, you want to keep that new upgrade. Right. So yeah. it's important, which, by the way, as I was looking up the, the site, I mean, your retention of your clients is pretty high up there. You know, when over 70 percent of your clients are with you <laughs> and, you know, for whatever reason, you know, it can be multiple, maybe even better now. I mean, I don't know what the statistics, but at least that's what I was looking at. That's key. And you're in multiple, you know, countries and, and, and doing it, you know, you have different offices and things like so you're available to your clients. And then I think that's important for people to hear it because, you know, you are true solid operation over 30 years in the business, knowing the business inside out with some top clients. So, mm -hmm. so for me, I mean, listening to it from the radio concept here, it's one thing, but understanding from the help and, you know, had, that is like everybody's dream. <laughs> we want to have an actual solution that can deliver the stuff that we talked about today. And I think everyone would be looking forward to that in this particular, you know, angle of this stone, as you <laughs> refer to it, or any other stone for that matter. <laughs> so, so any, any last words that we'd like to, I mean, we're actually closing on the show now, but any, anything else you want to add? And, and I know we're going to probably have a second, you know, follow up on some other solutions. But, but certainly like in terms of the, just the help plan space and the access and so on and so forth and, and, and the gag, you know, uh, you know, uh, pro process here or solution, anything you want to add, either one. No, I'm good. I think we touched on it, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, We've covered it. I don't want to belabor it. I think we touched on all the key points. You know, I, I think we, I think we nailed it. Thanks, Hurricane. It, it's, it, this was great. Yeah. Well, 
I, I, and I, and listen, I, I, I'm learning. And so this is good. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I want to maybe talk to you about this. <laughs> so, so again, I, I'm not sure, but lately, that's maybe a possibility. So, Hey, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's important. So I might be the client, <laughs> uh, but, but, but really thank you. I mean, just listen to this. It, it gives comfort. It gives, you know, some sense of like, you know, I, I feel, you know, what your potential is in terms of like what can be done. And, and, and really, uh, you know, I think, Anyone watching here on the Macro channel or outside of the Macro channel and on my channel, the IL channel, you know, if you have a health plan or you're in, in, into solutions and you have similar stuff, you know, in any other, you know, industry in terms of, you know, uh, what can be beneficial to you here, please reach out, find out more about the company, check out the website. It will be on the description of the show, of course. And, and that's pretty much it. I mean, you're hearing from the source here and, and these are the experts. They understand this game in you know inside out. So so for me, I, I thank you you know both uh, and Daniel and Tyson for being on the show for an, you know an excellent dialogue here and and really highlighting all the the, the strengths and uh, you know you know when people say well what about the weaknesses I you know there is no weaknesses that I can imagine because the weakness is not having the solution sometimes or having an antiquated you know system wow. mm -hmm. you know so that that's how I look at it. Uh, it's innovative. Uh, it's the wave of the future. So, uh, you know, I wish you guys, you know, just all the success and keep it up and hopefully you'll, you'll be in every helpline out there. <laughs> That's the plan. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right. Well, thank you very much. And uh, for now, we'll be closing our show, Hurricane H here, and uh, we'll be talking at the next one. Bye now. <laughs>